Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Yes, is someone else there? Someone come on the line? Uh, yeah, this is the Pastor Carpenter. I just came on. Oh, there you are. Okay. <laughs> um, um, Minister Albert, I guess she's gone looking for you. And oh, no, no, I'm here now. I, I had to come from the other line. They asked me to open up for them, and I got over here, and I looked, and I said, Golly, I'm going to stay too long. <laughs> oh, yes, that's okay. She... um. She got off of, I guess, here to call you on another phone. Okay. Uh, did she open up with prayer? Um, no, not yet. We started to, and then um, I th- Chef was going. I'm sorry, Chef was going out the door, and he was trying to tell me something. So um, I think she heard my husband talking to me, and then she said, "Well, let me just slip off the line and see if I can get Reverend Carpenter." Mm-hmm. So that's where we were. Okay. Well, I'm here now. So, okay. Um, Father God, we thank you once again for letting us come on your line. We thank you for opening up our mind, body, souls, and our spirits. Father God, most of all, we just thank you for today. Father God, we ask that you come down off your throne, come in the midst of this woman's revival. Father God, open up the mouth and the spirit of the woman of God that she be give, that she will bless us with a prophetic word off her high, coming straight from your mouth under her ears, that it will be a blessing down to the depths of our souls, that we may be able to engage in a more intimate relationship with you through the words that we hear. Mm-hmm. Yes. Father God, we just thank you for the woman of God. We ask you to let let it be, let her sit down, let it be more of you than it is of her. And Father God, that a mighty and powerful thing shall be released on this line tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, everyone, we thank you all for coming and joining us tonight for the Women's Revival. Tonight we are blessed to have no other than this awesome woman of God out of Sacramento, California, Pastor Roxanne Parks. And I'm telling you, she's been with us many, many. She's been with us some years. Coming and blessing us with a word from God on our woman's revival. So tonight we just tell you to sit back and get ready for a word from the Lord. I'm telling you, it is going to be an awesome word. And it will be a word that you'll be able to know one thing, that God, is still moving and doing miracles in the earth. Hallelujah. So uh, with that, we will give you the woman of God in a few minutes. Hallelujah. We'll give you her in a few minutes. 
as we, um, I was going to wait for the pastor to come back. But we'll go on. Uh, Pastor Albright? No. She must be still trying to hunt me down. But we're going to go on. Uh, we're going to give our announcements. Our announcements is um, we're ending tonight at the last night of our women's revival. We thank God for the women of God um, that have been with us for this whole month of April. And we thank God for all of them that came and shared the word of God. Um, it was Prophetess Frankie. Let me get it. it. was Frankie Briggs who opened us up back on April um, 1st. And then Evangelist Linda Porter came on uh, that on the 8th and on the 15th. Uh, Apostle Donetta and uh, Vetsa, mm-hmm. and uh, she was she is a, a native of California too. And um, then we had Elder Nita Houston from out of Atlanta, Georgia. And tonight we are blessed on the 29th to have Pastor Roxanne Parks. So we thank everybody that has joined us. It's a to be with you. And walk with us during this time of our woman's revival, which the theme was for this revival, How to Survive the Struggle. And we thank God for that. Um, On Thursday night, um, we do Bible study with uh, the church that I'm the overseer of in um, the Bronx, New York. Um, and we just ask y'all, Assembly of God, whew, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I got, I got a bunch of churches now, so let me get these names Isn't right. Isn't that a blessing? The <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Assembly of God uh, Worship Center in the Bronx, New York, and we're on Bible study with them at 7 o'clock every Thursday night at um, at 7 p.m. And right now we're studying the book of Job, so we just invite everyone to come out and join us. Um, same telephone number as tonight. The PIN code is different. So any of y'all that want to write it down, the PIN code is 137482-POUND. Again, 1374... Okay, uh, one three seven four eight two pound. Mm-hmm. So just ask y'all to come out and join us on Wednesday night on that line with the Assembly of Christ Worship Center. On Friday night, uh, one of my elders we joined her on her call on the uh, Wild Pad Ministry with Elder Renee Brooks. Uh, Brooks. Hello? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. You, oh, that's you. All right, all right. You want to finish giving them? <laughs> I'll go on. I'll finish. Um, Renee Brooks at 7 o'clock. Her number is 
775-7035. And our access code is 153388. On Saturdays, we have the open mic and the ladies around the a ladies' night out at the round table. Um, I mean, the, the Real Talk Show. I'm so sorry. On the Real Talk Show on Saturday nights, I am the host, and we talk with different pastors and leaders from around the world about different subjects that are going on in the church. And this is the same number that you're on now that you will call to come in on Saturday night. On the Every other Saturday night, we have Ladies' Night the Roundtable where the women get together and sit and talk. Where our host of that is Evangelist Easter Williams. Same number, come join her women and talk about your women's subjects on Saturday night. Um, our other ministry has uh, Sunday service. Every Sunday at 4 o'clock Eastern Time. And their number is uh, 712-775-7031. 954-773-172 is the code. Come and join them. I'm telling you, they have a different speaker every Sunday evening to come give a word from God. And it's not bad for some of you that only go to church one time. At least you can sit at home and turn your phone and get another word from God. On Mondays, we we come back on the same line, and uh, y'all join me for Bible study on the same number. Um, right now, we're in the book of Romans, and I'm telling you, we have a powerful time. I... I'm still looking for assistance from my co-pastor. I mean, Pastor Robin Albright. I ain't call. I don't believe in co-pastors. Well, Pastor Robin Albright, um, when she can come and just help me open it up because I am still recovering from a broken jaw. And I thank God I'm able to talk. But when I stop talking, I have to lay down and rest my jaw. So. Oh my goodness. We just asked. What happened? To keep me in prayer. I was in the incident, and uh, someone hit me and broke my jaw. I'm sorry. Oh, mercy. You know, but uh, we thank God that the measure, I just came from the doctor today, said everything is looking good, it's measuring up, and he's looking for me to come back and see him in four weeks. So I'm on the four weeks. There's a lot of stuff that's bothering me now, and my jaw has stopped. And I can go through this healing process. It won't be the same as it was before, but the devil is alive because he can't stop me from talking about how good Jesus is. So mm-hmm. I thank right. God for that. Um, on Tuesday nights, we joined, wow, Woo! one of the up and growing churches. <laughs> it got a powerful Pastor over that church, Pastor Robin Albright, another one that God has given us to be a part partakers of in this ministry, and that's the House of Refuge. And um, we just thank God for that church and their pastor. 
And on Tuesday nights, we join her on her call. Um, yeah. Which I'm going to let her go on and tell you what she's talking about. Praise the Lord. On Tuesdays, we are talking about the gate in uh, Nehemiah, how the um, gates are related to our spiritual walk. Uh, week for last, we talked about the sheep gate, which was the very first gate that we enter in when we come into Christ because we are sheep. Um, and on this Tuesday coming up, we will go to the fish gate. So it's, it's really um, interesting. So if you get a chance, please join us. Same number that you called tonight. The code is 136472-POUND, one pound. And we start at 7 o'clock. Thank you. And then again, we come back next month. We will be on the open mic with different preachers from across the country uh, with us for the month of May. So come and join us. We also want to know that we're getting ready to cancel the study on spiritual warfare on the weekends. We'll probably go on and do it in June. But um, right now, I'm... recovering and healing, and i got to have some days of rest. So yeah. uh, me looking to be on the call early in the morning on Saturdays and then come back on the call in the evening, that's going to be a little stressful for my mouth. So I'm not going to overdo what God's healing is doing. Um, mm. And I'm not taking nothing, no limitations away from God, but God gave me wisdom, and he wants me to be able to use it. So I don't want to open up that door for y'all to come on there, and then I can't be up there with y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because regardless of what it is, I'm the, I cover all of y'all, and whatever ministry that we have on this line, I've got to be there because I am the covering over all of you. And if anything goes out that ain't right, I, I I have to be there to put it in check. And I'm not going to let nobody speak no words about spiritual warfare, and I can't hear what they're saying to you when they say it, because if it ain't right, I need to be able to correct it right there on the spot. Amen. That's Amen. Amen. And that is that for any of y'all on this line that ever get put into being a covering for any ministry or any people up under you, you always have to be in attendance when the word is spoken over them, that you can bring that word and subject it to be mm-hmm. spoken right. And if it's an error, you need to be able to correct it. That's right. Amen. That's, that's what true overseers are. Um, with that, I'm going to turn it back over to Pastor Albright, and then she'll be introducing tonight's speaker. Amen, amen. We thank God for uh, the pastor on tonight for bringing his announcement. Um, so we're just so grateful, so thankful for this woman of God that's going to bring forth the word on tonight. So we're not going to hold us up any longer. I will allow Pastor Park to come in her own way give us a little bit about herself if she chooses to before she uh, brings a word from her hat. So mm-hmm. once again, we thank you all for joining us here at Young Men and Women and God Ministry. 
for our overseer is Pastor Cox, so we are so grateful and so thankful to God that he has his hands on him and that his healing is going to be totally and he's going to be complete and that, that when he begins to talk, he, well, no, I'm not going to say that because we already talked a whole lot and we're going to talk more. But, you know, you know, I love you, Pastor. I'm not I, I thank God that um, for uh, Pastor Carpenter, and I'm so grateful, thankful that um, he's healing properly. So with that being said, we're going to allow Pastor Parks to come in her own way as we wait to hear a word from on high. So I give it to you, Pastor Parks. Yes, amen. Well, praise the Lord. It's always a blessing to be here with all of you and um, the young men and women ministry and um, all the different things that um, Reverend um, Carpenter is doing and the doors that he has opened. And I'm just thankful to God for how God is just moving and shaking him. And, you know, the enemy is mad, so that's, that's, that's some retaliation. But we just bind it and take authority over it and um, plead the blood of Jesus over you and just continue to pray that God will um, keep a hedge of divine protection encamped about around you as you are going from place to place, um, city to city, and state to state ministering, you know, and um, the apostolic work when you are opening churches or um, overseeing churches or launching new ministries that you're stepping on the enemy's um, territory when you go into places, you know, um, territorially, um, regionally, geographically, where he has kept up havoc, and then you come in to start a new work or to um, initiate an assignment from God's very throne room, then he gets upset and he wants to retaliate against us. And so I continue to pray for an ex, you know, a speedily recovery for you as you're resting in him. And even while you're resting, you know, because sometimes we get real busy in ministry. While you're resting, you can hear from God ministering. Amen. Amen. And that Amen. you have um, staff of people working with you that will allow you to get that rest um, so you don't overexert your um, using your, 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 your um, muscles, you know, there in your, um, your mouth so you can totally recover. You don't come out of all of that prematurely because, you know, preachers, we talk a lot. <laughs> we have to use our vocal cords and our mouth a lot. And so Amen. I'm just praying that you get the strength, get the rest, and then um, that supernatural strength from God on high as you come out of all of this and you go forth. Amen. Well, I am going to open up in prayer, because I just, I know you opened up in prayer, but I just want to open up in prayer over this word that um, God has given, because it's an appropriate theme and title on tonight, especially um, with the crisis that's going on in Baltimore. And um, so I just feel led to pray before I get started. Amen? Father, Amen. we come before you. We thank you. We praise you. We glorify you and honor you on t- this evening, Father God. We thank you again for the opportunity to share the good news of the gospel across the airways and those that are listening and that will be listening in the future will be blessed from everything that is said here on this broadcast, Father. 
And we just continue to pray for increase, Father God. We continue to pray that every need is met according to your riches in Christ Jesus for Reverend Carpenter and his ministry and all that you're doing and all the overseeing and all of the churches, all of the pastors, um, everyone that that he is working with, Lord God, that you will bring increase in their ministries and their churches and in their lives, Father God, and they will see the fulfillment of what you've called them to do concerning the vision that you have given each and every one of them. And, Father, we continue to pray that you would send Jehovah Rapha, the Lord thy God, Reverend Carpenter's healer, that would touch his jaw and heal that area and heal the jawbone and heal his mouth, Father God, and um, just minister to him during this time, Father God. And we just um, pray for the perpetrators, whatever that situation was, Father, you know what it is, but we speak forgiveness in your love, Father God. And we just pray, Father God, that um, you'll turn the situation around for my brother, Pastor um, um, Good, and bring glory and honor to your name and that souls can be saved. Salvation will be manifested as a result of this. Father, I come before you today, Lord God. Um, submitting myself to you that I decrease and you increase and that the Holy Spirit speaks through me, Father God, that there's no carnal or flesh that's glorified on tonight, Father God, and that you are in control of this revival and what you're doing in the women, Father God. And, Father, as we are looking to you, who is the author and finisher of our faith, that you give us an answer for the struggles that we find ourselves in, how to survive the struggle, Father. And we just thank you for that. And then I want to pray against some spirits of retaliation. We bind you. We cast you down. We send you to the abyss. We cancel your assignment. Yes, Lord. We curse you from the very root of your origin. There will be no retaliation against any of us because of this broadcast going forth. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, the Christ. Every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We pray for our president, Father God. We pray for the mayor of um, Baltimore, Father God. We pray, Father God, for that situation in that city and we speak peace, Father. We pray that your peace that passes all understanding, you would send your shalom and bring healing, Father God, and stop the violence now. And we bind that murdering spirit. I pray that you would deal with that police department and all police that are doing things that are um, corrupt or not according to um, the guidelines and rules and the laws, Father God. And we just pray, Father God, that you would expose the perpetrators and bring truth the circumstances, Father God, and I just pray that things would uh, stop escalating, Father God, and all the hype, but that you would reveal the truth. And there are many protesters, Father God, that are meeting, Father God, quietly, Father God, and just seeking your faith, and everybody is not rioting. So we just bind that spirit of rioting 
and apprehended and commanded to go to the feet of Jesus now. And we speak peace. Yes, Lord Jesus. Peace, Father. And peace, those peace. who live in that city, Father God, that, that spirit of fear that's come over them. We yes, find Lord. the spirit of fear because God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, yes, love, Jesus. and a sound mind. And yes, let Lord them Jesus. trust you and rest in you and know that you have the situation Jesus. under control. Father, we pray that you bless. Um, Pastor um, Jamal Bryant, as he's organizing the pastors, I think it was yesterday or the day before, they had 500 pastors marching through that city, Father God, and we just pray that you hear your people crying for justice, Father God, and you will send that to this land, and we just forever give you praise, glory, and honor. We pray for all of the nations, Father God, all of the leaders across the world, um, that you would give us the answers that we need in this time yes, and season that so many find themselves struggling. We thank you, Father, and we honor you. We bow before your throne, and we just thank you. For Christ's sake, we do pray. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. God is good all yes, the time. Yes, <laughs> And um, I'm telling you, um, so much is going on <laughs> in in our midst, I'm telling you. And, you know, Wednesday is a day that is known for Bible study. And um, so um, many here on the West Coast aren't able to join us live because they're either preparing for Bible study um, or they're going to be leaving work going straight to Bible study. Some say they leave work, grab a bite, and then go on to Bible study. So it will be a blessing for them to be able to listen to the show afterwards. But um, amen. And that's just because of the the difference of time, you know, three hours difference. Whereas with you on the East Coast, many of you have already finished Bible study um, or, you know, um, on the tail end of coming out of it. Or So you know what I mean. So we're just working with them, um, the three-hour difference time on this evening, amen, but know that you have the West Coast support (laughs) um, tonight, and we were just delighted for the invitation. I'm always blessed to be able to come and share a word with um, you and your um, radio um, ministry, amen, 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 it's such a uh, strategic thing that God is doing with the media. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. Amen. Amen. Um, bear with me because I've got my computer up and I'm going to be switching back and forth some things that God gave me to share. And um, um, and then I've got my phone on my shoulder here. So I'm just trying to maneuver um, different things. <laughs> amen. But Bless the Jesus. Yes, amen. Amen. Bless the Jesus. Amen. Bless the Lord. And then, yeah, and God gave me some notes, and I want to make sure that I don't. All right. So praise the Lord. You know, um, I was blessed when I got um, the theme and the scripture, how to survive the struggle, because so many are finding themselves in some type of struggle. But first, of course, we want to look at our scripture that was given to us um, in reference to the struggle, and that's in Second. Excuse me, 2 Corinthians um, 12, the 8th 
ninth and tenth verses. And um, if there's someone online that would um, wouldn't mind reading that, um, I greatly appreciate it. I've got um, the Bible up here online, and my oh, Pastor Albright. Well, Pastor Albright don't have a Bible, but I'm doing Jerry Dallas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Hmm? Okay, you want Second Corinthians what number? Second Corinthians twelve, and it's the eighth, ninth, and tenth verses. Second Corinthians twelve, the eighth, and the ninth, and the tenth verse. Thank you. Second Corinthians, the twelfth chapter, verses eight, nine, and ten. For this thing I bought the Lord thrice. I, I besought the Lord thrice that it may depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, rather I, therefore will I rather glory in my infirmity that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproach, in necessities, in persecution, in distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Amen, amen. So we want to just add a blessing to the reading, hearing, doing, and application of God's word. Hallelujah. Um, You know, the thing that we have been teaching in all of our apostolic meetings, we've been having a lot of meetings for um, leadership because God wants to start with his leaders. Amen. So um, um, when we're ministering, we can minister to the people in truth. And the key thing is love. You know, as we have moved out of the church age into the kingdom age, and um, some folks are still stuck over there in the church, but prayerfully they're going <laughs> to catch on up with us over here in kingdom age <laughs> because God has certainly moved on and he has released his kingdom remnant to do a work here in the earth for him at this season and time. Amen. And a lot of it is outside of the four walls of the church. Amen. Amen. And that's why I get excited when um, um, one time I just talked to Reverend Carpenter. He, we were just catching up with the catching up with each other about what God has been doing, how God is blessing, and he was telling me about the different cities he was going to and the different churches, and that's the um, over, the different churches God has given him to oversee, and that's all the apostolic work. And I just got so excited for him because um, God is. Um, doing great and mighty things. Amen? And um, yes, yes. And um, when we look at, so the key word that I want everybody to keep focused on is love. Because um, when we're talking about a struggle, um, 
struggle is not an easy thing, but it's something that we can endure, but we have to have a kingdom strategy and understanding of how to endure or the word that was given in the theme, how to survive through the struggle. Amen. And God always has an answer for us. Amen. Amen. And so the theme is put in a question form. So we want to answer that question on today. How to, how to survive the struggle. So when we look at verse 8, you know, verse 8 is talking about, let me get this here. I was trying to get this other Bible that's across the room, but I'll just go here. For this thing I sought the Lord twice, that it might depart from me. So we know that Apostle Paul, he had, a, some people say, a thorn in his flesh. He had an affliction, whatever the situation was. Um, some people say it was stuttering. Different people say different things. Um, and whatever it is, we know that it was something that he wanted God to remove from him. But God chose not to. And um it turned out to be for his, for Apostle Paul's benefit. And so many times we will have an ailment, a sickness, a disease, we'll have um, financial dilemmas, we may have um, physical problems. We are finding that a lot more people are having emotional and mental problems. We're having pastors having um heart attacks in the pool pit, but they're also having emotional breakdowns, you know, this nervous nervous breakdown thing, and um, um, too much is being put upon the leaders. And all of these, um, these um, obligations that um, need to be balanced out with the leaders and um, so many things that we have to deal with as leaders and that we are responsible for. And sometimes um, because we get so busy, um, we forget to keep ourselves covered as as, as leaders and ministers of the gospel. So we have to daily put on that armor, but we also have to plead the blood of Jesus over our lives. Amen? Because sometimes we're looking one way, and then here comes the enemy from a whole other direction that we may not have had covered. And so um, um, we know with Apostle Paul's situation, and I tend to think, this is just Roxy's theory, this is not Bible, but this is just me after studying the character of Apostle Paul and how God dealt with him differently than the other disciples and apostles who actually knew Christ personally and worked with him in ministry. See, Apostle Paul didn't have that opportunity. He he was persecuting Christians first. And so sometimes um, when I think about why didn't God take this from him, I think it may have had a lot to do with um, who he was before. And um, a reminder of what God brought him out of. And maybe God did not want him to totally forget about everything that he did before he became a true believer in Christ. Amen? And, uh, yeah, because, you know, he really didn't want to go and minister to the Gentiles. 
you know, he, he had some character flaws. He had some issues. He had a lot of things that God had to deal with him about. And he, even in his teaching, when he was teaching, he was first teaching to himself or preaching to himself. Amen. And many of us find that, find that. you know, when God gives us a word, it's, it's for us first before we even give it to the people, before we even deliver it. And then sometimes God will give us a word and we have to ponder on it for a month. Um, one time I know I had a word and God didn't allow me to release it. It might have been nine months or it might even, if I, might have been nine months or it might close to a year. I know it was a while because um, he was dealing with me about that issue. And, and sometimes we want to say, okay, well, God, um, I don't think so. You know, and even if you don't say it, he knows our thoughts. If you don't say it out loud, he knows your thoughts, amen. And he wants us to be completely eradicated from anything that would hinder when we're delivering the word for the people to look at us and see that um, fault or whatever the, the thing is in us, amen. Because we want people to be able to receive the word of God. And so what we've been doing a lot apostolically is God has been dealing with us about love and he's been dealing with us about our heart condition, that our hearts have to be right. That if there's anything in us that's ungodly, anything that would keep us from God's presence, that... Um, we want to get rid of that, especially as leaders. And um, a lot of times we see people minister harshly. You know, there's a place for judgment, but what has happened is is that sometimes people will even prophesy, and they prophesy out of anger because their issues have not been dealt with, and God doesn't want that. He wants a pure heart, a clean heart, so he can flow. Amen? Hallelujah. You know, sometimes if you're in ministry together, you're co-pastoring together, and you may have had an argument on your way to church, and then you've got to get up and, and, and um, um, stand before the people as a married couple, and you haven't repented yet. <laughs> you know, all of these things are real that happen in ministry, that we have yeah. to um, be honest with ourselves. Amen. And so that was, yeah, I just, when I think about the Apostle Paul's life, I said, well, why didn't God take that from him? There's some reason, there's something about his life that he didn't remove that, you know. And sometimes there are things, because we look at people, and sometimes people are sick or they have something hereditary in their family, and um, or sometimes someone is blind or sometimes uh, there is mental illness in the family, and the first thing we want to say, oh, they sinned, or what's wrong with them. And sometimes things happen in our lives because God knows that that's going to be something that's going to um, get us to a greater place that he wants to take us higher in him to help us with our journey, to help us reach our destination in him. Amen. And so Amen. when you look at that that verse eight, um, that sometimes 
we may go the whole journey with a circumstance or situation that we don't understand. And it's for whatever God's purpose is. And we have to learn to say, not my will, but God's will be done. Amen. Amen. And then while you are in the struggle, you're able to survive better. Now, we know that the scripture says that God has um, called us to be healed and he's called us to be wealthy and um, he's called us to be blessed. But when we look at the condition of the body of Christ, we're not there. So there's still something we're doing wrong. And we have to start evaluating that and we have to get a revelation of God's truth. And what's been happening is so much of the God's truth has been watered down by man, and we've been teaching a man's doctrine rather than the doctrine that Christ taught, because what did he teach? He taught about the kingdom. And we've got all these isms and schisms and man's ways of doing things that are all mixed up, and that's why everybody is all mixed up, including the leadership. (laughs) And God holds us accountable for what we give the people. And we don't want um, anyone's blood to be on our hands. Amen. Amen. So um, yes, and so that's that's real important. And um, sometimes, you know, we'll pray for someone to get healed or delivered or set free, and they're still in that place. You know, a month later, a year later. Sometimes it may be something that God is dealing with them about. It may have to do with their faith, or it could be that um, they themselves don't believe that God's really going to heal them. Or sometimes some people believe the doctors more than they believe God, or they really don't believe God would heal them, you know. And so God wants all of us to live um beautiful lives here in the earth. But what I'm finding, that whatever it is, whatever the question is, that it, the bottom line is having to fall back on that love. You know, the scriptures talk about um, what's more important. When we, when we look at the, um, in First Corinthians, the 12th and 13th chapters, those love chapters, and some of the other verses talk about love. Yes, it says love, everything may, may perish, everything may go away, but love and charity, those are the key things that God is looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes people have an opportunity to, um, you know, um, when they, um, some people, you know, die and then they come back. And I know a lot of times this happens when they're on that um, anesthesia, when they are um, in surgery, and people will say that they've gone to heaven and God will tell them things and show them things. And um, they, um, God will um, say when they get to the pearly gates, and one of the first questions he asks, especially if you're a leader, um, did you feed my sheep and did you do it in love? 
you know, and then he allows that believer to come back and share those kind of things with people. So in the midst of the struggle, the first thing that we want to evaluate about our lives is are we operating in love? Amen. And as we go to verse 9, we're going to look at verse 9. It's going to clear it up a little bit for us of what God is saying here. Oh, mercy. My computer keeps um, doing this um, slow thing. Okay, let me um, just reach across here and get this Bible. I'm going to read this. I pray that you're being blessed. Amen. Amen. Yes, let me get. I was trying to get the Bible that had the larger print because this one is so small. Let's see. All right, so verse 9, as we're looking at verse 9, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Amen? Praise the Lord. And so what that's saying is that God's grace is sufficient for whatever it is that we may go through. It's sufficient. But our strength is made perfect in the weakness. So when we look at the weakness, the weakness could be the ailments, the sickness, the diseases. If um, you have um, lack of finances, um, some people say, well, I'm in poverty. Whatever the situation is, your physical, mental state, emotional state, um, whatever it is that um, could be a weakness in your life, God's God's grace is sufficient, you know, to give you the strength to overcome. And so we're talking about how to survive the struggle. So in other words, what we want to do is we, we want to glory in our infirmities. Whether God heals us or not, whether God delivers us or not, that the power of Christ may rest upon us. Amen? So that's yeah. a good word. Amen. So yeah. as leaders, when people come to us, you know, or sometimes you may have prayed for someone, and you know God healed them. You know that God healed them. But see, it's on the receiving end. They may not have received it, or they may have got it, and, you know, people get all excited in the emotion emotion um, of what's going on in a church setting where, you know, people are um, having hands laid on them or, getting prayer for whatever, and then they get home back in that state that they've been in and um, fall back in to whatever it is that they are seeking deliverance or healing from. Amen? That's why it's so important 
that we have to continue to build ourselves up with the Word of God on a daily basis. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. That we can keep what God has given us. Hallelujah. Amen. And so it's hard to think that when you're in a struggle, (laughs) when you are struggling, that God is going to, is blessing you. How could this be a blessing from God? Because God knows what the outcome is going to be. He knows where you're going to be down the road. He knows what your journey is. And he knows what your destiny is and what your destination is and what it's going to take for you to get there. Amen? Yes. And And sometimes some people need a little prick. They They need something to remind them that they're not God. Because we have a lot of leaders now that are perpetrating and um, pretending um, and falsifying, and we have false prophets, and we have all these evil spirits that are right up in the pulpit, in leadership, um, thinking that they are God and forgetting where God has brought them from. And um, sometimes that's even why um, sickness comes upon them, and there are scriptures that talk about that. And so we have to remember that whatever we're doing, that we do it in love. God is always evaluating our hearts. Um, I learned something this year. Um, When I was first in ministry years ago, over 30 years ago, um, I was blessed to be among people that were um, teaching apostolic, but everybody didn't understand all of that. And back then people thought apostolic had that you were uh, Pentecostal or um, some folks thought you were Kojic or what have you um, because folks tend to think denominational um, when they hear certain words. And a lot of this was um, put in me in my early walk with Christ, but I had forgotten about it, um, about the struggle because I have had to struggle so long in ministry that it seems like, Lord, when am I ever going to get the breakthrough? But just this year when we were talking about the heart condition, um, um, I was in a teaching earlier this year, and um, Bishop Johnson, Harold Johnson from San Francisco, He was teaching a lot of this in the 80s, and many of us didn't get it. Now everybody's getting it because it's the kingdom. We're in the kingdom now. So (laughs) he was teaching a lot of this. But um, many of us don't even realize that while we're sleeping at night, God sends his angels. There are certain angels that are assigned to read our hearts. That's right. And when they come and read our hearts at night, the real desire of what we are desiring from God is there, and they can only go do what they've read. So if you are perpetrating, if you are pretending, if it's lip service, if you say yes to God's will and his way or say yes to his what it is that he wants you to do but you really don't mean it or you have not shifted your thinking into the way God is thinking, 
then you're still stuck in that place. And many times we're saying, well, how come God hasn't answered my prayer? A lot of it has to do with us. And that's one point that I want to make about the struggle. When we say how do we survive the struggle, um, many times we are surviving based on what our belief system is. And we have to really, really evaluate ourselves and what it is that we believe about God and his kingdom and Christ. Because, you know, there's man's doctrine and then there's God's doctrine. And some people fall in between. Most people are either one or other, but a lot of people are in between. You know, um, what is that um, scripture that talks about straggling the fence? You know, and you have to be completely surrendered to the kingdom of God and God's principles and how he operates the kingdom. So many times if we're going to survive struggling, we have to look at why are we struggling in the first place? Because like we said earlier, it could be because God has a greater um, good. There's a reward for us. But many times, um, that could be one aspect, that's one aspect of it, but what I'm trying to say is another aspect of it is that we hinder ourselves. We hinder the blessings and from God blessing us, amen? Because many times we, um, sometimes subconsciously we don't even realize that we really don't believe what God's word is said, said, or if we get a prophetic word, there is, people think it's like magic, it's automatically going to happen. There are contingencies upon the prophetic word. There are things that you have to do for that to be manifested in your life. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, again, we're talking about the love of Christ. So it doesn't matter what people say or do to you. Doesn't matter what they say or do to you. We have to get to a point in ministry where we die. Our flesh dies. You know, many times, I sometimes I think I was talking to my hubby, and, and this is the scripture he and I battle with about when Christ says, turn the other cheek. If someone hits you, you turn your other cheek and let them hit you on the other side. He said, yeah, well, Christ may do that, but I'm not there yet. Well, then you're going to continue to struggle in that area, and that's going to be an area that the enemy is going to tempt you. If you don't walk in that truth, Because when Christ said that, he meant it. If someone hits you, turn the other cheek. Now, we're not talking about somebody abusing you and all that type of of thing. Um, But sometimes you have to be careful with that nowadays because even if you hit back in self-defense, many times you're the one that ends up going to jail. The other person that, you know, did something to you because that's how the enemy sets things up. Yeah, you know, 
And we have to be careful. And see, the thing about it is God will always warn us. He will always warn us that something is coming if we are in that intimate covenant relationship with him, that love. Here we go again, the word love, the love relationship with God. Amen. And so we want to always um, operate in love and don't retaliate. Because God says that he will fight our battle. God says that he will vindicate us. God says, vanquish is mine, saith the Lord. I have had to allow God to fight so many of my battles. There have been so many things I want to say (laughs) to people, you know. But God does not want us to be that way. Perfect example, when they came to get Christ, when Judas brought um, the soldiers to to come and um, um, he could point out Christ and um, they're going to arrest him. And um, Apostle Peter cut off one of the soldiers' ears and Christ immediately told him, no, we're not going to operate in violence. Well, see, that's a natural thing. Now, this is someone who had spent three and a half years with Christ, and the minute something came against them that was going to upset what they were doing or they're going to attack our Lord, he cut the man's ear off. And what did Christ? Christ rebuked him and told him, no, this is not how we are to act. This is not what God wants from us. And he picked the man's ear up and put it back on and healed. Right. You know, brought healing. You would think that that would have converted them right then. But we know that the the um, scriptures and the prophecies had to be fulfilled. It was prophesied that Christ would be crucified. But that's just an example of how in our flesh, if we don't keep our flesh crucified, then many times we will immediately retaliate. We see this a lot in our spouses, husband and wife relationships. Sometimes when, um, you know, one of the spouses lashes out at the other, then there's, you want to lash back. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, God says we're not supposed to do that. And then we want to say, well, God, the, he did it first or she did it first or she lashed out at yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we say. Yeah. To justify us laughing yep. back. But yes, God says yes. no. Because what he's doing, he's building our character so we can survive the struggle. Amen. And we have to have the character of God. That's the reason we have to die to self. It's so many things I want to say to people. (laughs) And even to my children. My children are a real example of that now. And now that they're grown and my daughter will be 30 in two years, you know, and um, I can't tell her things anymore. I have to pray and ask God to show her, you know, because the first thing she said, well, I'm grown now, mother, you know, <laughs> or I tried that, mother, you told me to do. Well, I told, I did what you told me God to, told, told you to tell me to do, and it didn't work. And I can't say anything to defend myself. I, of course, I try to defend God, but... Um, I have to allow her to have her own journey with God 
and I have to just pray, you know, and I don't want her to struggle. I don't want my daughter to struggle, but if she rides on my, um, you know, what they say, PK kids, you know, she rides on my experiences, you know, or I'm always trying to rescue her, she's not going to learn what no. having a relationship with God is all about. Amen. 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 Yes, and God even does that with us. There's many things God could rescue us out of, but his love doesn't allow it sometimes. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord, because he wants us to learn how to survive the struggle. Mm -hmm. Ooh, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, I pray that this is blessing your hearts. Amen. Amen. Yes, and then when we look at verse 10, here in 2 Corinthians, we've been looking at verse 8 and verse 9, and now we want to look at verse 10. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities and reproaches and necessities and persecutions and distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And so a lot of people say, okay, well, that really doesn't make any sense. What do you mean when I'm weak, then I am strong? When I become weak in myself, I am strong in God because I'm not relying on me. I'm relying on God. I'm relying on Christ who is in me. I'm relying on the Holy Spirit that Christ left here to dwell in the earth for me to be able to survive the struggle. Amen. Amen. So when we have the infirmities, the reproaches, the um, necessities, isn't that an interesting word that's put in that scripture? It says necessity. (laughs) You know, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake, it's all for Christ's sake, we become weak. I mean, we are weak, so we can become strong. Amen. And then we have a better character. And then nothing that people say, nothing that people do, does, will affect us. Because we are strong in God. And it's his strength that we stand in. Because our strength is weak. You know, we fall. And some of these things that um, happen in ministry and things, the atrocities that people say, to people, you know, and if you've been in deliverance ministry, sometimes, you know, when um, you are casting demons out of people, a lot of ugly things happen. Sometimes people kick, will spit at you. They'll try to hit you, throw <coughs> excuse me, throw you down. Amen. And we have to be strong in Christ through it all. Amen. And know how to apprehend the enemy and defeat him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so I um I am am thankful that um this passage of scripture causes us to recognize and realize that um there's a benefit in the struggle. And, you know, the city of Baltimore is really struggling right now. And I have some friends that live there, you know, and um, 
the condition of the city, you know, and the the the, the troops having to come in and um, that whole spirit of fear and, you know, um, some some folks said that they're not sleeping, they can't sleep, you know. And I understand a lot of this is happening, I guess, downtown and on the west side of town. But even if you don't live on that side of town, you're still in that city and you're being affected by it some kind of way. And um, um, we have to learn how to love and how to forgive one another. Now, we know it's an atrocity of what many of these police officers are doing to our young black men. Well, even now, because um, um, the guy with the taser, it was, it was supposed to be the taser, he was in his 50s. So you don't have to be a young black man in this country, you know. And um, um, But we have to understand and see, we who are leaders, we've got to get the people to understand that our battle is not with each other. The enemy has perpetrated this race thing. He's the one that set it all up. And it's real that we have to, it's a very real thing that we have to deal with it, but we have to see beyond that and see what's happening in the spiritual realm. And we have to tell the people the truth. And we have to tell them in love that, um, even in the midst of the situation, we have to forgive. You know, forgiveness is an act of love. And I can say that because I had, I, I did not have the opportunity. I mean, I didn't have to go through um, bearing my son. But my son was shot in West Oakland, and my daughter and I were in L.A., and we didn't get word about it till maybe five or six hours after it happened. And he had some a friend drive him to one of the um, local hospitals there, and um, I guess he was in emergency or what have you, and then I'm try- I-, I can't get any information, and I'm trying to sit and I'm trying to see what to do and trying to get her, she and I, to fly up to Oakland, and um, then I wasn't getting right information. And I sat numb for about five hours because some people didn't call me because they they were scared. I said, well, how are you scared to call me and tell me this? This is my child. And one of them was my cousin, and um, I guess she had just seen him a couple of days before, and she's shocked. And, you know, you never – when a person – a family member is shot, you never know what your reaction is going to be. So I was just so surprised, you know. But I had to forgive a lot of people in love. I had to forgive them for not calling me right away. I had to forgive whoever shot him, although I don't know them, because I I also thought about the person who shot him, they have a mother, and what she must be thinking, you know. And so – This is how God wants us to operate. Now, that was a struggle that I had to survive, and I had to survive it through God. I couldn't go to Oakland trying to find 
the young man that shot him or trying to get up in his mother's face or do any of those things. All I could do as a representative of the kingdom of God, and that particular year I was on a year sabbatical. It was after I had pastored, and I was down in L.A. for um, trying to help my daughter get back in college. So I was on a year sabbatical. But I'm still a minister. People know that's who I am. And I still had to operate the way God has called me to operate. I couldn't get mad or angry. And I remember God had one of my um, friends who's in the gospel music industry just sit in the car with She sat there for five hours while I'm waiting on people to call me back. And it was just a crazy situation. But um, when I finally said something, I said, and she had to tell me this because I didn't remember it. She said, you know, um, I said, somebody just tried to kill my son, huh? And she said, yes. And she said, the next thing that came out of my mouth, she says, well, let's pray because I forgive them. And I know that I did not do that in Roxy. I did that in God because I have allowed God to build his character in me. If it had been maybe five, ten years earlier than that, it probably would have been a different situation. But I had, I had been allowing God to shape and mold me, and I was able to handle the situation differently. I also, because I had worked in the mortuary industry and had seen so many black mothers bearing their black sons in Oakland and watching this scenario happen, you know, I knew how the mothers felt, you know, and, um, you know, one mother, I think she had three sons. Um, and she had four sons total, and she had to end up sending the last one out of the state to keep him safe. But one son, I think two were in the gangs, and one was in college, and it was every six months or something this was happening. But when the third son was killed, he wasn't even in the gang. He was trying to go to college, but because, see, he was associated or because those were his brothers that were in the gang, you see, yeah. And so <clears throat> so many things that we have to deal with with um, our society, but God wants us to operate in love. That's the key. How do we survive in the struggle is through God's love. You know, and, you know, when you think about it, God's ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not his thoughts. He does things so differently than we do. And he wants us to get to a point where we have that renewed mind. Let this mind that is also in Christ Jesus be in you. Let um, your mind be transformed transform your mind to thinking how God thinks and doing things how God does them. Amen? Amen. Amen. Yes. Praise the Lord. And so um, I'm just going to open up for some questions now. I pray that that has blessed your heart. You know, we just want to, um, when you say take pleasures in infirmities, you know, how can we take some pleasure in some infirmities? But it's all for a greater good in God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 
And so there's a whole other side of this, though, you know, when we get to um, the glory part of it is that um, God will redeem us. God will heal us. God will deliver us. God will set us free. And we can live glorious lives here. Because that's what the whole kingdom thing is about. That's what um, God wanted to establish when he was coming down in the cool of the day, every day talking with Adam and Eve, and they ended up eating of the wrong tree. They ate of a tree of knowledge. That's why we have in the earth, we operate in knowledge. But he's still given us a, a remedy. He gave us a, rem, a, a, a redeemer that we will be able to eat of the tree of life which is um, our theme scripture for our ministry, which is Revelation 2 and 7, he that overcomes shall eat of the tree of life. Hallelujah. And we want to be overcomers. And we can do that in this life. But first, God wants us to learn how to operate in love, to embrace love, and to live love, and to be loved. So when people see us, they know They know us by our love. Isn't that what the scripture says? They'll know you by God's love. Yes, amen. And so that's what God's been dealing with us about, and um, I wanted to share that um, with you on, to, on this evening um, as we continue to um, str- to survive the struggle because <laughs> there's many struggles that we have to deal with and just living in this country, um, you know, is um, a struggle in itself. But God has given us his word that we can live by to overcome. Amen. Amen. And we want to keep um, the city of Baltimore and all these other cities that have been going through the rioting and um, um, just this horrible atrocity. On the other hand, we're saying enough is enough. We don't want our young people killed, you know, for no reason, you know. But we still, in all of that, we still have to operate in love, still have to operate in love. And, um, I think that's the key thing that God wanted to get across to those that are listening tonight is that how to survive in the struggle is through God's love. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, because um, God just does things totally different than man's way of thinking and doing things. Amen. Yes, praise the Lord. So um, I know... Um, on the onset, I was so excited, and I had to get the word out, <laughs> and I forgot. You, I think you told me to tell you a little bit about myself, but I and I forgot to do that. But, again, I'm Pastor um, Roxy, um, Roxanne Parcells, and I'm with um, um, the ministry God has given me to mandate for him here in the earth realm is um, Kingdom Remnant Ministries and Media Projects and um, um been in ministry over 30 years. I um, have done three church launches. <laughs> I've done three church launches. 
Yes, amen. I'm sorry. <laughs> my my hubby has a little project going, so I just um, <laughs> I was hoping he wouldn't get back before I got finished here ministering. But anyway, <laughs> he's just funny. The things he does. Anyway, <laughs> um, he wanted me to make sure I say hello to everyone and God bless you. Um, yes, but um, praise the Lord. God is faithful. And, um, amen. Amen. And, yes, yes. Um, yes. So we're thankful for all that God is doing in our lives and um, with our ministry. Um, I've launched three churches, and um, one was overseas on the foreign field. I had my own church down in the Fremont area right outside of um, San Jose for three years, and then I helped my friends launch, and she may even be, be listening tonight because I know she saw the posting, um, but that is Voice of Triumph um, Church and Ministries, and they just moved into their new building. That was one of the things we had been praying and praying and praying that God would give them a building. Um, they're probably five years old now down there in the Fremont area, also Voice of Triumph, and that's the apostles of the house are Pastor Jim and Marty Souza, dear friends of mine. I was part of their elder board. And um, it's a blessing. Um, They're doing um, fantastic um, apostolic work there in the Bay Area. And they go to Mexico and um, recently got back. Several of them, I think, went to um, Philippines. I think they're in Brazil also. And um, I know there were several trips to Brazil, and I I missed a trip. I wasn't able to go. But anyway, um, just doing a great work there. But the platform that God has given me um, right now is for radio and television, and that, those are the things that we are working on. And um, I meant to make sure – I'm not sure if Reverend Carpenter has my bio or my media kit that has the bio on it. I meant to – in our – correspondence back and forth there on Facebook. I forgot um, to inbox that to you. But anyway, um, I will do it so you all will have it. And um, I know one time um, Minister Robin Sams came on and she introduced me. And um, I just always say I'm a servant of the Lord, (laughs) Um, trying to do a kingdom work for him, trying to get people to understand that we've got to pull heaven down to earth. As it is in heaven, let it be done on earth. The kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our God. Amen. Amen. And that's what I'm excited about. Being here when Christ returns. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. 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 So if there's any questions about anything I shared, um, um, you know, I'm open for any questions or anything you want to know about me and the ministry um, because most of the things I don't remember what I've done anyway. It has to be on paper for me because I don't remember. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Well, I pray that everybody was blessed. Um, any had anything they wanted to share, anything God gave them in reference to this topic? 
Amen. Um, normally at this time, Pastor, normally um, um, ask you to give um, the invitation to Christ to anyone. Oh, certainly. Yes, 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 I remember. Okay, yes, if anybody's listening, um, I just wanted to make, didn't want to overlook any questions. So, yes, we want to, if anyone's listening and you do not know Christ as your Savior, if you've not had a born-again experience, we want to extend the invitation for you to come to Christ because it says that um, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, which means that we all have to repent of our sins. And when Christ came, he came to reconcile mankind back to God. And um, that's why we do what we're doing. (laughs) Amen. And so um, God gave his only begotten son that whosoever should believe in him would not perish but have everlasting eternal life. But you have to become a believer in Christ. You have to be born again. Amen. Amen. And you have to confess it with your mouth and believe it in your heart. Again, here we go back talking about our hearts. Yes, amen. And so um, if there's anybody that um, on the line that you would like to give your life to Christ, we don't want to overlook that, and um, we want to um, lead you in the prayer, the sinner's prayer, if you um, so desire. Amen. 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 Well, Father, we just come before you. We thank you. We praise you. We glorify you. And we thank you for anybody who wants to be on the line that still does not know you or anyone in the future that would be listening yes, to this Lord broadcast that, is, that does not know you. And we just pray Amen. Lord, thank God, you, that Jesus. as um, seed has been sown in their lives, Father God, yes, that um, we would see the... Um, salvation manifested, that harvest come forth in their lives. And we pray for any lost souls that salvation would come into their lives, that the Holy Spirit will continue to draw them unto Father God. And because you desire that all would come to the table. You you desire that none perish, Father God. And so we pray for eternal life for everyone on this evening. And we just give you praise, glory, and honor. We thank you, Father God, thank for you. Pastor Albright. We thank you for uh, thank you. Reverend Carpenter. We thank you, Father God, again for this opportunity. Thank you, Jesus. And we just give you all the praise, glory, and honor. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you, God. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you. Hallelujah. He is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Thank you. Glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. 
Thank and um, I hear the Lord saying prophetically that um, do not think it strange, um, mm-hmm. that scripture that talks about the fiery trial, you know, um, that God has a purpose, you know, and each one of us that are on the line, <clears throat> God is making this very personal that um, not to get weary and well-doing, but to continue to press towards the high calling in Christ Jesus, and you will see the salvation of the Lord concerning the vision of each one of our lives, that God is going to manifest that which he said, and and that even in the struggle, even in the struggle, he is going to make it easy. Thank you, Jesus. He's going to Hallelujah. make it easy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank you, God. 
Amen. 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 Yes. Amen. Amen. So praise Amen. the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And then there's somebody that's going to be listening. Somebody else is going to be listening later that um, God's going to work a miracle in their finances. Amen. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Of the finance, God is going to bless you abundantly because you need finances to do the ministry. Yes, Lord Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I receive it. I receive it. Hallelujah. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And we all receive that. Amen. We all receive that, Lord. Amen. Yes, Glory. Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Hold us that down. Bless your name, Jesus. and not enough teaching. So we yes, thank God yes. tonight that she taught us. And we're so grateful, so thankful for how the Spirit used her on tonight. Yes. So Amen. 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 So um, is there um, anybody who would like to, to give the pastor any encouraging word? Uh, we would give you a moment to do that, to, to uplift the woman of God who not... We're not over. We're not glorifying her, but the Bible do say, "Give honor where honor is due." So, Amen. Yes, Amen. Anybody Amen. on the line tonight that just want to encourage the pastor, we'll give you that moment to do something. Amen. We thank God, Pastor Jones. This is Pastor Jones. I came in yes. a little late, but I thank God. And I miss. I've been missing it since the time changed. But I thank God for tonight. I thank God for the word because we all are going through a struggle. And I'm learning that more and more as we go through the struggle and how we survive the struggle is we have to lay out before God, woman of God. And I thank you for what God has given you that even as we lay it out, we got to have that love because without love, mm-hmm. without the love of God, without his love, we are nothing. Without his love, we might as well just take off everything and just throw it away. But God's love is what sustains us. And yeah. when we love him, he shows us how 
to go through the struggles, how to make it through the struggles. And I thank God because, like you said, we're all going through struggling times. And this is the time where Satan is really trying to dispense the faith of God. But I'm trusting him and believing that he will, he's going to bring all of us out. I thank you for the divine word. I thank you for the prophecy God has spoken. Prophecy God is prophetic prophecy that God gave you for the people. And I thank God for just being able to listen once again to the radio tonight. And I said, and I said I'm okay. I don't care if I am late. I'm getting on there tonight because I need to hear the word. And thank God for the word because I realize it's only the word that keep all of us. Praise be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Amen. Amen. Because, um, um, you know, God is good. And he, He, um, you know, we go through these things and then we realize and say, wow, Lord, um, I've matured in this area, you know. Because after that situation with my son and I, you know, several months had passed, Everything's all calmed down and it's okay. And, you know, he walks with the limp now, but the limp is getting better um, as we continue to pray But because um, he was shot in his leg. But I was able to look back on that and say, wow, I really have matured in the things of God, you know. And the people who observed me while all that was going on, the peace of God, you know, that shalom peace that just kept me, you know, during that time, you know, because it's one thing to have something happen to your child, and then when you can't get to your child, that's another thing, you know. And so I'm just so thankful that I, um, the outcome was because um, so many of the mothers, that the outcome wasn't that, that he was okay. The outcome was they ended up burying their son. And so, um, I'm I'm thankful that I'm able to use that as an example sometimes in my teaching to be able to um, get across to people what God is saying about love unconditionally and forgive and really forgive people and take care of the situation. Yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah. So thank you so much. I'm just glad that you were blessed. (laughs) Amen. I also hear God saying to you that it's more to come, and he's not done with you yet. Amen. Amen. It's more to come. God said there's more to come, and he is not finished with you yet. Amen. Yes, I receive it. I receive it. Uh, My name is Evangelist Kingsbury. I want to give God the praise for your message, uh, really for it's like a second confirmation because I'm a four in the morning, listening and uh, hearing the word of God. And as in the vision, he has shown me a key of the Mm -hmm. open door of love, which is a conqueror of everything. And once Mm -hmm. we love ourselves, then we can love one another. And that's a purging of healing, you know, because the first Mm -hmm. love was Jesus Christ. And I truly thank God for you and Pastor Carpenter, and, you know, if, you know, it were possible, the enemy would try to fool the very most select, and we are his elect one. And 
And I just thank God that we could continue to stand on his word. And I've been through a lot. And what got me through was, number one, his purging love and his grace and mercy. So I truly thank God, and I heard you about your son. Mind it, make it, but it's okay. Uh, I still count it all joy because I can press on and tell someone else how to come through the fire and come out like pure yeah. gold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and before anybody leave, um, I would like for where there's two or more gathered in his name, Jesus, day, I would like to have prayer for court or tomorrow uh, or something that I already know is done and over with. But um, God is good no matter what. He's told me today that everything, every part from the head to the bottom belongs to him. Yes, so yes. I thank God for that also. All is his. his. <laughs> he is the beginning, so he get the last say so. That's right. That's right. Amen. Amen. All righty. Yes. Amen. Right. Where my pastor at? Where Pastor Copper? I don't hear you. Where you at now? Where you at? <laughs> hey, God bless. God bless. Amen. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm here, and I'm listening, and I'm listening to the Lord. And before I even go in to give my words uh, uplifting to Pastor uh, Roxanne Parks, let me tell you this, Evangelist. You saw a key because God gave you a key. Yes. When you said that God... Just open me up to tell you this. Go read Revelation, the third chapter, the Church of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And when you go down in there, he wants you to read about the key of David. Yes. Amen. Yes. Okay. And when you find out about that key, you're going to read two things. That key is, is what God has given you because he opened doors that no man can shut. And he shut doors that no man can open. That's yes. right. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So some of them doors that you've been wanting open, you got the yes. key to open them. Thank now you. Yes. And the doors that you want shut, you got the key to shut them. Now shut them. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Thank you. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. I'll tell you. <laughs> It's something, you know, uh, it's something I've been on two lines tonight. And sometimes I just, at this time, when I'm when I'm healing and going through, I just like to sit back and listen, but God won't let me. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Amen. God, Thank said, you. I, God said, I made you not just one out of prophecy, but I made you a seer. Hallelujah. See, every prophet is not a seer. Amen. Amen. And I had to understand that, that the gift that he's given me and prophecy is that I'm I'm a seer. Hallelujah. 
So when y'all be start speaking things like you were speaking, God will start showing me it right away. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. And then what I love about it that God will give me scripture for you to go in to get to get the confirmation to what I just told you that He showed me. Yes. Yes. Jesus. Jesus. Three. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. And I love that because I don't have to worry about nobody letting me tell them what God said. God told me to tell him to go look up what I just said to. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Lord spoke a, a, a teaching word through her tonight. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell all you with gifts, stop asking people. Mm-mm. Some of y'all going to get upset. Stop asking people when you, when you, when you use your gift, did you do all right? Mm. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Come on, Pastor. Hallelujah. Anytime, anytime somebody wants confirmation from man about how they did and they mm. did, it's because they're working in something that they really don't know God really gave them. Mm. Thank you. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. One thing God taught me, if I told you my word should not return to me void, but accomplish what I please in the place I sent it. Yeah. <laughs> I put you an assignment, according to my word, to exercise your gift. You ain't got confirmation from nobody else. Amen. Amen. And you ain't got to worry about it. If they don't respond, it wasn't you they didn't respond to. It was me. Amen. I get tired of so many of you people. Did I pray good? Did I do good? (laughs) Used to do that. (laughs) <laughs> come on, come on, Pap. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on and I and, and I've been on, on Pastor Roxanne's radio station a few times. And she could tell you I ain't never called her back. Did I do good? Did she was good? I ain't I had to call her. Cause I know that God when she asked me, God said yes. And when I went, God gave me a word, it was his word, and I ain't gotta worry about the question what his word went for right or not. He told me. Amen. Yeah. Amen. 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 I know it wasn't uh-huh. me that preached. I know it was him. Amen. Amen. That's right. That's right. And, 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 and I'm just trying to tell some of y'all, because I feel it. Y'all been want people to come to give you confirmation on what you're walking in. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. The Word of God says one thing. Put no trust in man. Amen. 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 Put no trust in man. So you could mess up, and I could have told you you did good just to make you feel good. That's right. Ah, Glory. Glory. Shabbat. Thank you. Say that again, Pastor. (laughs) I could tell you you did good just to make you feel good. Uh (laughs) That's right. Mm-hmm. Somebody get down the road and told you you ain't did you you did yeah well you could have did better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. don't even want to give anybody the opportunity. 
Well, next time, you know, we, it was a lot of you. Next time, you need to let God take over. Mm-hmm. But that ain't what Reverend Carpenter told me. Reverend Carpenter told me I did a good job. The Lord used me. Like we're in kindergarten. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't yeah. need to get validated by nobody but God. That's right. And one thing when it's God, God's <laughs> evidence will always show up in what he does. Amen. Amen. When you, when you preach a word, you ain't got to ask nobody. You All you got to do is watch what happens. Yes, yes. Because mm-hmm. God says in his word that wonders and signs will follow you. Mm. Come on now. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, you preach something. When you preach a word, it was five years. I preached the word in Inglewood, New Jersey. And I happened to stop through there uh, on my way to New York to visit a pastor friend of mine. And I was downtown in the McDonald's, downtown Inglewood. And this guy rolled up him and, his, him and, some, and a woman. And they said, I know you. I know you, Pastor. I said, yeah, well, you know I'm a pastor, so you know me. He said, yeah, you preached that word some years ago down to church. Take the mask off and be real. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to ask that man. I didn't have to wonder where he knew me from. He told me. You know why? Because he remembered the word that was preached that healed his soul. Amen. Amen. Sometimes people may not remember who you are, but they'll remember they remember you from the word that God preached to you. Yeah. They may not remember who you are, but the word you prophesied when they remember you because that word came to pass. Well, yeah. well, come on. Yes, that's so cool. And you can believe this, too. If it wasn't God that used you, they're going to remember you, too, because they're going to tell you you're a lie. Mm-hmm. Yes, amen. 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 But let me go, let me get to lifting up my sister. Let me tell you something. I, me, and oh. Pastor Roxanne, <laughs> Thank you. I, I, knew, I knew her before she got married, so. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> I knew her before she got married. So, and um, we became friends. Uh, we thank God. Do you know a lot of y'all jump up and down about these internet relationships? Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, God will use any any way to hook people up that he needs to get hooked up. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me and me and Pastor have never seen each other. How long you been married? Three years now. Three years. So I'm gonna say I've known at least six to five, five to six years. Years now, yes, uh huh. I knew her way before she even she wasn't even talking about a husband when I when I got to know her. <laughs> <laughs> I sure wasn't. And at the time I knew, her, I'm gonna tell you. She'll tell you this. She was in Oakland, California, when I met her. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now she's in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. But when That's I met right. her, she was in Oakland. All right. Oakland. And, um... Oaktown, yeah. That's... And I uh, <laughs> met her. She educated me. I ended up 
I ended up preaching, and she taught me about this new way. The, uh, I had the phone, but the radio and all like that. Mm-hmm. And that's why this every time we come on, we on the radio, cause she taught me about the radio. Mm. And she taught me about the technology because she told me I was gonna preach at this church in Brooklyn, and she said. Just put it on your phone. I'm going to have you on my radio station Sunday morning. That Sunday morning, I put it up. Oh, on I remember that. Yeah. All, uh-huh. all right. Now, the first time I told them people, I said they can hear us all the way from Brooklyn and Sac- in Oakland, California. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> That's so true. Mm. I, I remember that now. And Amen. You know, I, and now I, always- I look, tell the rest of my people in ministry, that 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 are in fellowship with me from Pastor Albright to uh, Pastor mm-hmm. Patricia Charles to be able to tape it on 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 um, talk show and just put mm-hmm. their phone up there mm-hmm. and everybody Amen. that wherever they at that want to hear them can hear them preach. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. And that's just the woman I learned that from right here tonight. But. Amen. Praise God, God is so God, good. God connects us. And yes, I, was, I was on another line, and I'm just going to share this. I'm tired of people saying that God connects us with people for a season. When you find it in the Bible, please show it to me. Amen. Because I ain't found it yet. Mm-hmm. It's a good word that man came along with when... They ain't connected with nobody like they like they was at one time. But God just didn't connect them for a season. Because if he did, me and Pastor Roxanne, our season has been for the last five years and longer. We don't talk all the time. We may not. But when God needs to use both of us to do something in each other's life, he contacts us. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. And I don't believe my season with, with the pastors just for a day. Hmm. The season that God gave me with her is for eternity. Because he knew the time and the place that he destined, predestined for us to meet and be in each other's lives. And I thank God for, as you heard in the night, she's a woman that teaches the word of God. And that's why I love the people in my ministry, because the people in my ministry know I ain't going to say nothing outside of the Word of God. If, it, if, if I put a scripture with it, you don't need to hear it. Amen. And the people that God has connected me with, like Pastor Roxanne Parks, God has connected me with people that are going to always, that I can call on and will always, I, I don't have to. Hi, Think about sorry. it. I don't. Ha- I don't have to be unbelieving about it, but I know she's going. She's going to teach you or preach to you about the Word of God. Amen. Amen. Sorry about that. I um, my phone lost charge, and oh, so okay. I had to go get the other phone and call you all back. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just telling yeah. about my relationship with you. Oh, amen. Praise um, God. Pastor Carpenter. Huh. Can you finish? Because i got to get Jerry off the machine. Okay, I will finish. God bless everyone. Um, it's just an awesome thing. 
Take mm-hmm. when God puts you connected with people like Amen. Um, Pastor, Amen. Um, even in my travels, I was in New Mexico, and her covering lives in New Mexico. And I've had her covering on my ministry. Awesome woman oh, of God. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. We call and her Mother I, of I met yes. her. I met her through her. And that's why I say I don't believe in the season stuff. Um, met her, her pastor, went back out to New Mexico to help a ministry get back on the ground and were able to hook the the woman's husband with the pastor. He left her for another man and left her stuck with the ministry, and the ministry started falling apart. And I was there, I was there from the beginning, so she asked me to come out there to help her keep everybody there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, and I know, she needed, the Lord. I know she needed a mature person over her, and she needed somebody that she could touch base with, talk to, and see face-to-face. And it was Amen. just my connection with Pastor Roxanne that opened her, opened the connection for her to talk to Pastor Roxanne's covering. Mm-hmm. Amen. Praise the Lord. Look at that. I, I don't. I don't believe in these season relationships because God has us all in each other's life for a reason or purpose, and so reason or purpose that He connected us because He knew that this was going to happen, and I was going to need her connection to connect somebody else. Amen. Amen. Mhm. Mhm. The only ones that give up on our friendships and our relationship in the body of Christ is us. That's right. That's, That's right. right. That's all right. And I, I just thank God for this woman of God. I, 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 uh, I think it was last year. No. Yeah, last year she called me, and I preached on her line for Resurrection Sunday. That's right. You sure did. I remember that. <laughs> but you have to remind me of stuff. I forget. Yeah, and at mm-hmm. that time I was in Colorado. Colorado, yes. Uh huh. Colorado. And I preached that Sunday morning on her radio station. So, um, like I said, yes. the moment of God, the word tonight, I'm telling y'all. Uh, we're going to have the tape up on the ministry line in a couple of hours. Okay. Wonderful. I'm going to send it over to your page so you'll have it too. And, okay. And this way, all those that in California that couldn't come on because they was at Bible study will be able to hear it. But thank I, I you. thank God for her. I thank God for her husband, the chef, mm-hmm. which I, I, I used to just jump up there and hear him on Friday nights. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. Uh, yes, it's not Friday. He's on Friday mornings now. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. That, that was a joy back then. So um, mm-hmm. let me tell you, it ain't nothing in knowing someone like Pastor Roxanne Parks. And oh, thank you. Amen. I give God all the glory. Yeah, we thank God. We thank God when he does connect us because he connects us with the right people. Yes, he does. 
So I just want you all to know one thing, and I say this, and then uh, anyone that want to have some last words, but know this, that God never connects you with anyone just for a season. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yes, I receive. His connections are eternal. Yes, amen. 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 And, and anywhere in the scripture that you saw anyone that was hooked up, I've never saw none of the prophets hooked up with anybody for just a season. And amen. That was me. Amen. amen. Samuel stayed David till he died. But Samuel mm-hmm. stayed all the way with yeah, David until he died. He was with the children of Israel until with David and when David and Nathan came. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, God didn't connect people with people for a season. I didn't I don't see it in the Bible. Okay. Even with Jonathan and David. They were together. They were friends until Jonathan died. That's true. No, they weren't together. No, he wouldn't leave his father, but they were still connected. Amen. 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 Anyone have any last words? Pastor, I need prayer for my husband. He's in a situation where the devil is really trying to tear him down. He is newly saved, and right now he's in a struggle. The enemy has thrown a curve, and I believe in God that everything is going to be all right. I know it's already all right, but sometimes we need strength when we need help in prayer and touching and agreeing. That's what the Bible said, two or three touching together. He will be the God in the midst. That's what I said. Amen. And we're going to ask uh, Pastor uh, Roxanne to pray for your husband. Oh, okay. His name is Clifton Jones. i like to give you his name. It's Clifton Jones. And they're trying to put something on him that he didn't do. Amen. His name is Clifton Jones? Yes, ma'am. Clifton. Oh, okay. All righty. And now, were you the one who said you wanted prayer earlier when you were? That was me. No, ma'am. That was not me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought there was another prayer request. I just wanted to make sure that I I had that straight. Okay. So the other prayer request was, um, I know that you said you needed prayer. For court? A court, that's what it was. You Okay, all righty. So one is husband and one is court. I just wanted to get, get uh, that straight. Uh, Pastor, could you pray for them individually? I, yes. I, I really don't. I, I'm not one for the corporate prayer on this line. I, I believe okay. that we all need that personal prayer. Amen. Sure, sure, no problem. No problem. All righty. So, um, um. Tell me your name again. Um, it was Evangelist, the one with the court. Evangelist. Um, Kingsbury. Pardon me? Kingsbury. The, the, the one that needs prayer for court, what's your name again? King Evangelist Kingsbury. Kingsbury. Yes. Yes, okay. All right. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes. 
All righty. We're just going to um, lift you up in prayer. Father, we just come before you, and we thank you, we praise you, we glorify you, and we honor you. We um, thank you, Father God, for my um, sister, Evangelist Kingsbury, Father God, and we thank you, Father God, that she is on the line tonight with us, Father God. And, Lord, we thank you because you are the author and finisher of our faith. We thank you, Father God, that, um, like she said um, about the beginning, and you have the final word concerning this situation. You know the very end of this situation, Father God. And, Father, we know that the Lord is our lawyer. The Lord is our advocate. The Lord will intervene on our behalf, Father God. And that he is the lawyer in the very courtroom. And that he will make intercession on our behalf, Father God. And, Father God, that he will even deal with the judge concerning this situation, Lord God. And so, Father God, as she has to deal with this court situation, Father God, that she can go knowing that you have it under control, Father God, and that you would turn the situation around for her good and to bring glory and honor to you, Father God. And for her life, Father God. Yes, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that she can rest in knowing that it is done, Father God. Yes, Lord, yes, yes, yes. That you are the judge, that you are the lawyer. You are everything that she needs, Father God, to fight this case. Yes. And to win this case, Father God. Oh, yes. Yes, Lord Jesus. For her good, Father God. Yes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, and we thank you for it, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Thank you. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you, Lord. Thank you. And we plead the blood of Jesus over the situation, Lord God. And we thank you for it. Thank you. Thank you, Father God, for a good outcome. We thank, thank you, you for the Lord good Jesus. report. Every report are we going to believe? We're going to believe the report yes, of the Lord. Yes, Amen. Amen. So, Father, we just yes, know you. that, you, Father God, she can rest tonight. Father yes, God, Lord. when she lies down, she shall not be afraid. But, yea, when she lies down, her sleep shall be sweet. You will give her a peaceful, restful yes. sleep, Father God. Yes. Father God, that she will not toss and turn and worry about this court situation, Father God. And Father God, as you say that it is done, now that she will stop asking and she will thank you that you you have done it. And Father, every time she thinks about this court case, she will rejoice and just thank you, Father God. And we will wait, Father God, for the praise report, Lord God, because we know that you, most high God, yes, Lord Jesus, has intervened on her behalf, Father God. Yes, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you for it, Father. We bless your name for it. Yes, we, we give do. you praise, glory, and honor, yes. Father God. Yes, we do. And as she walks in your love, even yes. in this um, struggle that she's had to survive, that yes. she knows that you are in the midst of it and yes. you have won the battle for her. 
and yes. we thank you for it. Thank because you. our weapons are not carnal, but they're pull, pulling down of the stronghold, oh. yes. Father oh. God. And we pull this stronghold down. Thank we you. bind yes. this attack of the enemy. Yes. And we cancel yes. the enemy's assignment yes. and send to the abyss never to attack her again concerning the circumstance in the name of Yeshua Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Father. Thank you for it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, that there's no lack. There's no lack in her household, Father. You're meeting every need. Thank you. According to your riches in Christ Jesus, Father God, we thank you for it. upon his heart, Lord God, yes. and that, Father God, that you would cause him to seek you, to seek you, Father God, to realize that he needs God to work this situation out for him, Lord God. And, Father, we thank you, Father God, that you will turn it around, turn it around, turn it around for his good and his glory, Father God. Yes, Lord Jesus. And we thank you, Father God. Thank I you pray for that you give his wife peace. Give her peace, Father God, that yes, you Lord are working the situation out for her husband, Father yes. God. Yes, There's Jesus. nothing too hard for you, Father God. Yes, and we thank you, Father God, that you thank can you, turn thank you. the situation around. Yes, Lord Jesus. And thank she you, trusts you by faith, Father God. Yes, Lord Jesus. And, Father, even when she looks at the circumstance and the situation Jesus. with her natural eyes, sometimes it, those things look like they have not changed. Mm. But, Father yeah. God, let her rejoice Please. in knowing, Father Jesus. God, that you are working in the spiritual realm. Yes. Something All is going on behind the scenes. God says that you're working it out yes. behind the scenes. Thank you. You're not going to see it yes. in the natural because God needs to keep it hidden. From other eyes that don't that do not need to see, but yes, in the time of victory, you will mm. see the manifestation of yes, what you've been asking God to do concerning yes, your husband in the situation. Yes, yes. So just continue to praise Him for the victory. Yes, yeah, something God has to be hidden. Yes, while He's working on it, and so He said it's hidden for a time and a season, but yes, you were going to see the victory. Yes, Lord Jesus. You're going to see the victory as you continue yes, to walk Jesus. by faith. Thank him for it. I believe and we the thank you. of you, Father Bless God. Bless your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank, thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you. We thank, thank you for him, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And we know that thank you love you. him, Father God, and that uh, you want the yes. best for him. Yes, hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, Father. We thank, thank you, Lord Jesus. 
and it's in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray. Yes, Lord, Thank, you.
to the yes. abyss, never to return again. The blood of Jesus yes, is against Jesus. it. The blood of Jesus. And we take authority over it. We come against yes, every Jesus. witch, every warlock, every spirit yes, that is ungodly and unholy. We come against that spirit yes, of jealousy, spirit of witchcraft, yes. spirit yes, of Jezebel. Jesus. Spirit of Ahab, Spirit of Lot, the blood of Jesus is against you right now. We Jesus, take authority right over you and cancel yes, your assignment and send you to the abyss, never to return yes, again. That murdering, lying, deceptive spirit, you must go yes, now. Lord Jesus. Got to go. You have been exposed. Yes, Jesus. The perpetrator has been exposed, and we yes, bind Jesus. you now. The blood of Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus of Nazareth has exposed you, and you must go. Now the blood of Jesus is against you. And there will be no spirit of retaliation to come against us that are touching and agreeing with my sister concerning this matter. Yes, Lord Jesus. And we come against. Yes, Lord Jesus. That spirit of division, the spirit that wants to divide, the spirit that wants to um, cause havoc, that that jealous spirit. Yes, Jesus. Mm. Mm, Jesus. Those things that are um, being believed, Father God, I pray, Father God, that um, um, the lie, that you bring the truth out. Concerning the lie that's been perpetrated, Father God. Yes, Lord Jesus. In the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord Jesus. And Father, I just pray that you set my sister free, Father God, and that she will continue to forgive them and love them and and understand that it is the enemy that's using them. Yes. And so we 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 love the person, but we hate the sin or hate what they're allowing the enemy Uh, to do through them. And so, Father God, we just speak forgiveness. The word of God says for us to pray for our enemies, so we just pray. We pray, Father God, that you will deal with them. You will vindicate my sister, oh God. You said vanquish is mine, and you will repay, and you will vindicate her. And, Father God, you will not allow her character to be destroyed. Yes, Lord Jesus. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Father God. Yes, Give her the confidence, the confidence, Father God, to go yes, forth, Father God. Yes, in yes, the midst yes. of surviving this struggle, Father God, yes, in the midst of um, this fault, this attack, yes, Father Lord God, yes, that she still can stand yes, and Lord know that God is working a miracle on her behalf concerning the situation, Father God, with her husband. The enemy is a defeated foe, and he's up underneath her feet. As she tramples on him, victoriously, as an overcomer, thanking God, thanking God, thanking God. Convict their hearts, Father God. Convict their hearts, Father God. Oh, 
No matter what they say, no matter what they say, it's what God says. Hallelujah. Yes, and give her husband supernatural strength, Father God, to rise up and to cover his wife in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, to him, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Heal the wounded spirit, Father. Jesus. Heal the wounds, Father. Jesus. Heal the wounds, Father. Deep Jesus. emotional wounds, Father God. Heal them. Heal them. Heal, Father God. Jesus. Heal Jesus. her in our heart, Father God. Heal her, Jesus. oh God. Jesus. Jesus. Heal. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Abba. We bless your name on tonight. We bless your name on tonight, Father. Glory and honor, glory and honor, glory and honor. Yes, and we love you, Lord, no matter what the situation is, no matter what we, where we find ourselves in the struggle, we know that we can survive because we yes. overcome through Christ our Lord. As kingdom yes. warriors, let us rise up to be your kingdom warriors doing great exploits, Father God, for your name's sake. We know that we're going to see. Um, Christ said we would do greater works. There would be greater signs in the supernatural, greater miracles, greater wonders, signs and wonders and miracles, Father God. And we just thank you. We thank you for the miracles. Thank you for the miracles. In all of our lives, Father, I just decree and declare miracles in all of our lives. Hallelujah. This day, amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Yes, yes, amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, it has been a blessing. <clears throat> you know, um, <laughs> Chef and I, we have another radio. Uh, our days are not over. We have another radio show we have to get ready for. We have... Um, a beautiful couple that we met. Um, he is a trumpet player, and she plays um, the piano oh. and another instrument. I think she plays the flute, but she also has a beautiful song. Um, it's um, Ministers um, Linton and Louise Smith, and they're out of um, North Carolina, South Carolina, and they are launching their radio show and we were humbled and honored to, uh, that they asked us to be the guest for the launching of their new radio show called um, The Spot Radio Show. And we have to get ready for that. I think that's happening in about another 30 minutes or so. Okay. And, uh, yeah, the show's going to air on Sunday. Okay. Yes. And so um, um, there will be links and everything posted you know, so you all can find it. It'll be on Facebook, so you all can find it and 
and have an opportunity to listen to it. Amen. 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 Yeah, so again, I want to thank you, and I'm always humbled. And um, again, I apologize that last time you needed me to come on. Um, I think we had some family come in unexpectedly, and then we had some friends that were there that we thought they would have left in time for me to get on the show. And um, um, it was a lot going on that day, yeah. And I think I was feeling a little under the weather, too. Yeah, so that's the reason. Um, And I think I had a death. It was a lot that happened that whole week. (laughs) And um, I just appreciate you being gracious when I – because I – it had gotten down to, I think, what, 15 minutes before the show or something, and I had to get a hold of you and tell you I wasn't going to be able to do it. So I just appreciate um, you understanding that. I didn't forget that because I don't like to do things like that. Yeah, I like Amen. to be a woman of my word. And, yeah, so Amen. I appreciate you being gracious during that time. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes, amen, amen. Amen, amen, and we, we, we thank you for just being with us tonight. Yes, thank you. Amen, it's been wonderful. Yes, it has Kurt. been wonderful. Amen. We, we, before yeah. you leave, just one more prayer. Uh, I have a guest in my in my um, guest room, mm-hmm. and they they wanted a prayer. Guest nine, he want or she or he wanted a prayer for their ministry. Mm-hmm. So just pray for the, uh, God to just lift up the ministry that He has in them. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, alrighty, and um, this is now, um, someone saying with you. Have, once you do that, mm-hmm. Pastor, then you can close us out with a benediction, and um, we'll go on and enjoy the rest of our night. Yes, amen, amen, because I know it's getting late there on the East Coast. All righty, well, um, now, tell me, this is someone that's living in your house or your roommate? Oh, no, or what did at, you say? On, on, my, on my board, when it comes up, it has where everybody's from, and then there's some people I have what they call the conference room, and people, are, are, they write what they want or whatever's going oh, on. Oh, someone, it someone's listening and they're asking for um, prayer. Uh, I got you. Somebody they're up on the board. On the board mm-hmm. asked, could you pray for they, them and their ministry? Oh, okay, yes. Father, um, we just lift up um, the individual who came on the board and asked us to lift him up and also lift up his ministry, Father God. And we just pray, Father Father God, that you would move by your spirit, Father God, concerning the very thing that you've called them to do, Father God. And again, I just hear the Lord saying, don't get weary in well-doing, and that um, God is going to see you through um, the time of struggling that you've been in, that um, God is, is going to move on your behalf, and you're going to see um, the victory in the situation. And where you've been hearing no, God is saying you're going to begin to hear yes. And the no's have not been because anything of you. It has to do with God's timing, his perfect mm. timing, and what it is that he has designated for you. And so um, 
the Lord says you've been fasting and praying and you thought something should have happened and it didn't, but God has something better that he's doing for you. And it's not going to be long. And when you see the manifestation of what God has been preparing for you, then you will understand why um, you got several no's concerning. Um, and this all has to do with your your ministry, God is saying. There's been several no's and things that you're trying to do. But yes, um, yes. it didn't have anything to do with you. It just had to do with God's timing. Amen. And um, so he wants you just to rejoice and know that you are on the right track. But because you, you too, have been in hiding, you're part of the remnant, God is launching you out, and it has to do with his timing, the kingdom remnant. It has to do with his timing and that you're going to see the very promises of God manifested. And we just um, thank the Lord for thank you and your ministry. And um, thank you, Father God, um, even for um, the ex- um, expansion. Um, sometimes God needs to keep things um, um, small for a season, for a reason. Amen. And um, he, he, he knows your heart but he wants you to continue to deal with um, and labor with the folks that you have there with you, and um, he's going to send you some new people, and you're going to know that they were sent from God. Amen. 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 So we thank the Lord uh, for uh, whoever you are. God knows who you are, and we're thankful that um, you trusted us to pray for you and um, as I was praying, God gave a word, so we just thank you for that word and that you are going to do um, great things on behalf of the kingdom because you have been faithful in waiting. And um, although that, you know, God God showed me like several no's, but there, I guess there was one no, something that you really, really thought that was it, and you still got a no. But... Um, it's for the best. Amen. Because because when you walk in the yes, you're mm. not even going to remember about those no's. So God Woo. has something really Woo. awesome for you in your ministry. Amen. So God bless you. And um, remember to, remember to um, um, put it on the board, the praise report. <laughs> that will encourage um, Reverend Carpenter and his ministry. Amen. We always love to hear praise reports. You pray for so many people and, you know, give the prophetic words, and then you forget, you know, and then when people come back and tell you, then that's a blessing. It's always a blessing. And it also is a testimony for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Yes, amen. All righty, so I'm going to just um, give the benediction, and um, um, we thank the Lord on tonight. Again, for this time of gathering together in your name, um, looking at your word in Second Corinthians, the 12th chapter, the 8th through 10 verses, and we just thank you, Father God, for speaking to us through your word on today. Father, we thank you for everyone that was on the line listening tonight, Father God. We pray that you would bless all, each and every one, Father God, that participated in some way and especially 
um, those that will listen in the future. There's somebody in the future. God keeps saying in the future. There's someone in particular that's going to be listening in the future. And so um, we just thank you that the broadcast will be up. Um, I think uh, that uh, Reverend Carpenter said tonight or tomorrow in the morning, and so yeah. the future the future he uh, is then, and they'll be able to listen, and they'll be blessed, and God's going to meet their need. So, Father, we um, say to the only wise God, dominion and power, glory and honor forever, we give you all praise, glory, this day, this night. For Christ's sake we do pray. Amen and amen and amen. Amen. Yes. In Christ's name we pray. God bless you. Amen. Praise comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Everybody have a blessed and wonderful night. Yes, amen. amen. Thank you. Yes. All righty. God bless everyone. Thank you again. Bye bye. Love you. Love you. Love love you also. Thank you. Sorry, I've got to rush off. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. Bye. Bless you. Pastor. Yes. We need to talk when you get time tomorrow sometime. It's very urgent. Please, I, okay. Yes, sir. Pastor Carp, Pastor Carp, he left for Huh? What you say? The pastor, uh, pastor Carpenter left. I don't know. I get a pastor, Pastor Carpenter. I assume he has. Yeah. All right. All right. Um. I'm Pastor Joan. Oh, Pastor Joan, how you doing? Nice meeting you. Just keep the strength and keep holding up the battlefield because, yes. you know, the devil angry when we tear down his kingdom. Yes, he is. So this too shall pass and you will endure. Amen. Bill, he turned my husband around from a drunk to a new creature. Hello? Yes. Hello? Yes. Okay, Pastor, I was listening to you. I had oh, hung okay. up, but, but when when I hang up, it, I can still hear everybody talking on my laptop. Um, I know you and Pastor Jones are still on here. Um, I will call you tomorrow. Okay. I just try to I try to say my my talking a whole lot for when I get online at night. Well, you ain't got to talk. I just you know have some things to bring to you. You know, all you could do is say mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm good. I'm gonna be listed. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, Tomorrow after, afternoon after I come from court, whatever time is good for you. I uh, what um what time when you read from court? Well, I hope to be out by 12 o'clock, no later, because I have to be there at 9. Okay, I'll call you about 2 o'clock. Okay, great. All right. Okay, get some rest, be encouraged, and still keep being that miracle. All right, I sure will. Okay. All right, God bless. God bless. Glad good night, Evangelist Jones. Oh, good night. Hey, Pastor Jones. God bless you. You too, Pastor the Carpenter, 
and tell my sister I love her. Yeah, and I, I will. And we'll, and we'll keep you in prayer. Yes, and I miss you all. I really miss you all. So. Okay. Well, I, I'll be calling you. Okay, then. Be blessed. You too. All right. Good night, everyone.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.